0: is homies.
1: up y'all what y'all. is up welcome back to the mile higher podcast hosted by the kendall ray <laughs> and the joshua door hey you never know we got some new viewers of, or new listeners to the podcast these oh. days so oh cool we gotta make sure people know who we are because sometimes <laughs> when you go to a new podcast you don't necessarily start with episode one because we i didn't i didn't specify our podcasts on itunes as being one that you have to start from one and go through it doesn't need to be chronological So I'm just saying, maybe people want to know who the fuck we are.
0: Okay. Well, hi. (laughs) How you doing?
1: (laughs) How you doing? But welcome back, guys. We are here for another episode of the Mile Higher Podcast, where we take things a mile higher every episode. (laughs) But welcome back. Today, we have a very, um, I think it's going to be a very interesting and really just crazy episode about the. Golden State. <laughs> I almost said the Golden State Warriors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Okay. I knew that was going to happen I, before I, I even started this. I was like, someone damn. is going to say Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Killer. Yes. Okay. So this is a serial killer that has been on the loose for a long time. And we're going to tell you all about it, obviously. Yes. But there was a huge development in this week. And I'm, I think a lot of you probably heard about it because so many people, so many of you have tweeted me like, hey, can you talk about... What actually happened with this whole case because now that there's all this breaking news people want to know what's going on like who is this? I have never heard of it. So we're gonna break it down for you and go over like Isn't it like 30 years worth of stuff?
1: No, it's well It's 10 years of actual activity, but But yeah, it's been years since we've seen him since beginning. Yeah, yeah, exactly So yeah, we'll be jumping into that but before we jump into that I have some news for those out there that haven't been on the Twitch streams with us lately. But yeah, guys, so yeah, so a lot of you know that I took a break from my channel. And I wasn't sure if I was going to come back and do YouTube videos anymore. But over the past couple weeks, I feel like I've had a lot of time to really think about things and think about what I want for my future and what do I want to be doing, uh, especially when it comes to all of this type of stuff. And I got to say, like, I think what did it for me is that the Twitch streams have been absolutely just a blast and just so much fun. So, thank all, you know, thank all of you guys that have come over to Twitch, you know, especially those of you that, you know, never were on Twitch before. We really appreciate it. And it's just been a lot of fun because I think what a lot of people are noticing is that it's literally like a virtual hangout. It's like we were. Like literally know. together, except we're not. We're there because it's such virtually. a small
0: group on there right now. Um, Twitch is like such a smaller platform than YouTube, so you can like you know we we have like really intense conversations with people. It's really yeah. fun. Like yeah, shout out to all the people on the <laughs> shout folks. out to my mom. <laughs> <OEO>. Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun though, and a lot of people have hopped on there and like oh my god, I didn't know I could you know get to know you like this because I mean it's literally. You know about the most real version of me. You're gonna get, I think. Yeah. So no, it's just been a lot of fun, and I think I real. I think what I needed, because t- what I needed to realize about doing all of this is, you know, what I want to feel like energized and feel like I have a purpose. You know, yeah. in all of this. Yeah. And I found that purpose when I got to interact with you guys. That's what I was missing mm-hmm. was that like interaction with your with your audience. I just wasn't getting it before, and I wasn't doing it on YouTube before. So I think I just got kind of. Like burnt out, real no, quick. No, dude.
0: Here's what happened. Since like since I started and no one knew who I was and I didn't have like any way to promote my Very channel, fair. I like appreciated every single subscriber and I got to know them. I knew their usernames. Like yeah. I still remember my first subscriber. Her username was like Cutie Cat Noob or something. And I've <laughs> I've to this day wondered like where That's she is. Awesome. Like yeah. So. I, I understand that because now on twitch you're you're building up an audience like slowly over time and you're getting to know them like It's just a whole different thing because my audience totally. means something to me on like a deep level because I've earned them.
1: They've been riding with you for years yeah, and I know? appreciate them, so right? Much. Yeah. Totally so Yeah, and I think that's the thing because when I put up my first video on YouTube I already had like over 10,000 subscribers, you know just because yeah. you guys Wanted to come support me and and they had
0: seen you on right or trippy talks and stuff So you had already kind of
1: you got a taste of the Joshua door. Yeah, you didn't get the full experience but Anyways to make a long story short. I have decided to return to YouTube and make a video every week one video a week on Wednesdays, which will now be known as woke Wednesdays. Yes, so I'm excited. Yeah, I'll be back this coming Wednesday with a new video on my channel Joshua door on YouTube and sick i'm i'm really pumped i just feel energized i'm ready to i think i'm ready to um bring some really good stuff and i hopefully will be a lot more natural on camera because i feel like twitch has helped me to hurt get over that hurdle oh, like yeah. completely like yeah i don't even think about the camera anymore because yeah. that's like a big thing for a lot of people when you start yeah. doing this is like getting used to sitting in front of this camera yes. and not feeling weird or awkward yeah. or you know you just get that nervous yeah. feeling and stuff you know you kind of just yeah. get like Kind of tense up because you're like, I'm and it's on weird in the
0: beginning. Like I remember thinking it was weird to see myself on camera all the time, or even see myself in the viewfinder, tripped me out. And the sound of my voice drove me insane forever. And now I'm I'm finally used to it. But your voice sounds like way different than you hear it in your own head. So like, oh, absolutely, when, yeah, it's really absolutely, weird. it's
1: crazy. It's really weird. So so yeah, no, I'm pumped to be back, and I hope all of you are too, because you know this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of the podcast because the. Other good news we got this week, which a lot of you noticed yesterday. It's kind of a funny story now, especially with the developing events today. But we finally got monetized on YouTube this week, which was great news.
0: Took sixteen weeks though, my friends.
1: Yeah, it took a while.
0: God, it's insane.
1: But yeah, they finally monetized us, so you know you're, you're seeing ads now, which is great. So yeah, no, we're we're happy about that, and you know, obviously. You know, thank you guys for all the support during this time. But yeah, it's been now so that we're, you know, uh, monetizing stuff, we're like good to like go full steam ahead, you know, plow through all the shit and find the <laughs> truth. So that's that's what we're doing.
0: Yeah. And talk about the topics we've been like saving.
1: But what happened today?
0: So today we get this email from YouTube and it said, well, first of all, earlier today, I got an email from YouTube on my vlog channel which has like fifty thousand subscribers it's like a small little thing i do and one of my vlogs from like a couple months ago got not only flagged but removed completely and i got a strike on my channel for using drugs
1: community guidelines for strike. using
0: drugs because i showed the uh cloud nine syrups which are 100 natural
1: legal. completely
0: legal in all 50 states cbd like it's pretty it's like tea Pretty much. It's the same fucking thing as going to the store
1: and buying green tea extract or something. It's the same
2: thing. It's the same thing. (laughs) It's a plant. It's
0: so ridiculous. So I got that. And then. Not only that, I can't even get my video back now. Like, it's gone. They delete I don't it. have it they backed it. up. So I don't even remember what happened in that vlog, but I lost Damn, it. Damn,
1: that's shitty. I lost
0: those memories completely, which sucks. See, that's... It makes uh, me scared about I don't understand the why fact they do that we that. don't back up our stuff. We can't because we put so much out there. It's just too much. They
1: should give you an option to download your footage.
0: Yeah, and have it all stored. I'm, I should tweet that it, at them because yeah, they seriously. should do that.
1: That's... that's like, if you're going to remove the video completely from the platform and just yeah. straight up delete it... Why can't it, you just make it give private? A, yeah private it and don't let you make it go public yeah i was
0: like what the hell what's the
1: difference why does that have to be like deleted like so dumb harsh ban hammer bam yeah and i mean
0: i'm assuming this is a mistake because this is not a drug it's not an illegal drug i'm not promoting drugs like how ridiculous so uh you know what it is the systems you know falsely flagging me josh thinks it could even be monks talking about monks
1: yes the it's the a the ai is just
0: Detecting stuff that Just, we say yeah, it do. needs to
1: be fine-tuned to understand the difference between
0: Smoking CBD
1: a... and THC somebody needs <laughs> yeah. to program that shit into your fucking robot
0: <laughs> so then Like an hour later <laughs> yeah. Josh God. gets an email and it's like your podcast has been <laughs> removed. episode
1: 15 Unexplained phenomena part one has been fucking removed from YouTube
0: completely like they deleted it and we can't even like restore it
1: so luckily I did save the project file, so I'm re-exporting it now. And as soon as it'll be re-uploaded. Either way, guys, like, I mean, if they if they just straight up like deny my appeal, like I, so you're able to appeal these strikes.
0: I think it will probably. I hope it will, because I
1: literally was like, "This is a mistake. We are not like showing drugs or something." (laughs) Because, dude, the the appeal is (laughs) one line, one line of text. You you can't even type like a couple sentences. It's like literally a sentence and a half and then you have to hit OK. It's like, what am I supposed to say? Fucking mistake. (laughs) Undo. (laughs) That's what I should have put. Undo. Undo. Damn you, YouTube. No. Uh, it's
0: just so it's really annoying so i don't know i'm i'm really trying to have faith in youtube because i have seen some very very good improvements this year i have to say they've made some improvements and i think this is an error i don't think they purposely did this and i don't want to like come across like i'm defending youtube because i'm fucking pissed my career has been like a fucking roller coaster <laughs> forever because of them. But they've they've improved their communication so much from when I started, it's insane. Like you couldn't even at all talk to someone unless you had at least a couple of million subscribers or something. Like PewDiePie could barely get people on the phone, I remember. Uh and now they're communicating like now I it's... have a chat, I have an email. So I know they're making these like little steps and they're trying to improve the software Which is as great. well.
1: Which is great. It's great. But but my big butt is here. My big
0: right? butt. God, God, I just realized that I set that up for myself. (laughs) Okay, all right. Is your butt here or not?
1: It's here. It arrived. All right. So, but, but, YouTube, here's a little advice from a former tech person and former tech employee. Yeah. Whenever you roll out new features, please fucking beta test that shit or like roll it out to some test users before You just, like, give it to the masses. I mean, unless I'm in the beta test group and I don't fucking know. But seriously, though, like... You should roll that, like test it and see how it goes and works before you just yeah. make it the thing. And then I lose valuable content, <laughs> yeah, with no forewarning at all. Like no, one war- it's just gone. You got seven days to watch yeah, it and then appeal, and it's done.
0: That's crazy. I'm like yeah. what the fuck It's gone?
1: Seriously, <laughs> bye,
0: bitch. And then no, it's like appeal guys, it and you is, type honestly, like one
1: sentence. It and it's is crazy, like, crazy
0: that this bad. happened today. Like I'm honestly pretty mind blown because I've been on YouTube for six years now, almost six years, right? Let's see, is it six years? 20, 20, 2012 I started. So, yeah, I'm going on six years. Wow, that's a long time. I feel old now. But uh, what was I just saying? Damn. You,
1: your career, <sighs> how long your career's been? You've been know, on YouTube but for six about years. what it?
0: What was I going to say about you it? You were
1: trying to explain. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> were, this is real life. <laughs> yeah, you were trying to explain um, when you started to now. I think I asked you what the dates were or something. Maybe not. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, I'm gonna doesn't matter. This happens to me so much it's brain fog. <laughs> I walk into rooms and completely forget why I'm there Like all the time. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Damn. I had like a great thing to say Well, I'll let you know if it comes to me Moving But no, <laughs> I mean
1: it's it hasn't it hasn't been smooth sailing for sure and anybody that makes YouTube videos knows that and Yeah, you know, I think they're I think they're, you know, due to these unfortunate events that have unfolded for them I think they've been kind of like kicked in the ass to get it going. And so they're trying to ramp up and they're trying to ramp up ASAP because if they don't, then profits are lost. You know, they lose ad money. It it makes
0: total sense. And like, that's why I'm trying to be like understanding. I just want to see progress. Like, I think they're going to, they understand that YouTube, we are the backbone of your platform. If you treat us like shit, or treat us unfairly and censor us. Like, I understand reasonable rules, though. Like, there's some of my videos that get flagged. I'm like, all right, fair enough. That was pretty fucking graphic.
1: Yeah, yeah, you I know? get like, it. Yeah. I
0: get it. Like, rapes and stuff. No, like, the I don't, review I process has
1: been decent. Like, I think it's been pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like they could improve providing more detail about why they, you know, made the choice they did yeah. initially. But yeah. it's gotten better. So, hopefully just, things like, keep moving like in the right direction. I YouTube
0: in a way because what I was trying to say earlier is I've been on it for so long that like I love YouTube's like such a part of me and like it almost hurts me when like people talk shit about it, even though I like I'm so angry with them, but it's just like annoys me to my core that they haven't, you know, that at one point it felt like they really were go- like working against us. So I just, I'm trying to be peaceful about it, manifest good things and really, really hope that they're going to, you know, start listening and really make some are. good I changes. Think I think they are. Because you know come on you guys marijuana is legalized in like multiple states and we still can't like cbd is legal everywhere it's like very well known get with the times it's ridiculous you know what it
1: is it's just they need to do some some more tuning with the ai because the ai is making (laughs) mistakes so yeah it's fun whatever i mean they'll get they'll get through it hopefully and hopefully sooner than later it has been rapid progression it seemed like from Where we were like a year or two ago when it was like adpocalypse time like mm-hmm. and we thought YouTube was Ending, you know, yeah, so I think I think we just have to remember that. It's gotten a lot better since it, then. it's gotten so much it's better, gotten since then. and I'm grateful better. because I
0: was so scared last this time last year last April I had a video make eleven dollars.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like
0: I was like I'm gonna have to quit this and it's crazy like you know, things have gotten a lot better since then. It's still not like to where it should no, be. No, it's not at an but optimal. The level, improvements but it's getting there, better. and yeah, so I feel more secure. But we have been talking for 15 minutes, <laughs> so we while well, we did that um, because we are skipping all. Well, we don't have any sponsors yet, but all affiliate, all product stuff, and we're jumping right into the content right now.
1: Yes, but before oh that,
0: before that the Stella Patreon
1: we have to thank our supporters on Patreon. Appreciate sure, it, guys, especially you. <laughs> Especially our uh stellar patrons and we've got Jocelyn B. Jocelyn B. I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but Jocelyn. Elizabeth B. Rebecca H and a new one, Selena M. So thank you guys so much for being stellar patrons and all of yes, our other patrons for so much. supporting us and and I know some of you are waiting on some stuff and we will get that stuff to you very soon. Don't you worry. So Thank you guys so much. And our Patreon question of the week comes from Shay, and she said, "Hey guys, in terms of reincarnation and past lives, do you think that you've met one another in a past life, hmm. and or how do you think time behaves? Does it bend? Is it linear, or is it just all? Well, coexisting this is like a all really all intense question. Hold yes, yes.
0: Perhaps in a metaphoric bowl, consisting <laughs> coexisting all at once. Dude, Shay, you are deep.
1: That was a great question. That
0: is." It's, like, really well written, too. Metaphor. But like, I really like that. Um,
1: I think it's possible. I think it's very possible because I do feel a very deep connection with you.
0: I felt like when I first met you that I had, like, known you before. Like, I had seen you. I always have this covering my face. Sorry. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of just, like, felt like very like connected to you i don't know but like sometimes i'm like mm, is that just like my mind like making it like better than it was <laughs> Well, that's the thing you but always like, have I, that I, doubt I,
1: that's like well maybe i'm just But, but there was a tripping, lot
0: but... of guys that like i met and they didn't make like an impression on me like you did impression seriously like i knew i, I knew who yeah, you were on my sure. facebook i had a lot of guys on my facebook
1: i, know I you knew didn't. who you were there was yeah. a
0: lot of that i just didn't know but i always like knew who you were you know and was like a kept up wizard, with what you man. were doing for like two years
1: Who's <laughs> the woke wizard like
0: i want that Josh doors okay all right we need to get going here
1: no but let me answer her question i i think that it's possible do i know for sure no Mm -hmm. but i do think i do like i said feel a connection to you and i definitely felt that you know even before i met you just from like texting and you just feel like we were just so on the same page from day one let's just say that almost like like... the same person sometimes we joke like you're the female version of me it's very interesting because we're very, very similar. Our with birth each other. charts
0: are so similar. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Our so astrology. there's definitely
1: astrological alignment there, which, yeah, you know, makes me think that could be twin know, flames. Even Everything is bending. Which is where time you like share a soul. It's all coexisting at once.
0: Time behaves. Does it bend? Is it linear? I don't know that it's like trips me out because I'm like, of course, it's linear because here I am and time is moving forward. Right. Like, I'm watching the clock right now. It's going forward.
1: Right, but that's linear and just in the sense of what you perceive I know, exactly. reality exactly. That's why it's <laughs> like, hard to like even <laughs> probably know it could be like it. waves of just
0: like what is just swirling
1: everywhere. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's what I ask myself every day. I get up and I'm like, what the fuck is all this? What is it? Where we? Welcome I get, back to the simulation. How did I get here? Resume game, resume game. <laughs> Sometimes I like to pretend I'm a sim. Does anyone else do that?
1: That's so funny because, like, that's like by far the h- most highly talked about topic on my Twitch channel is, it and is you're a talking about the simulation theory and just oh. like whether because especially when we play you know certain games, it's like yeah. feels like you're literally in the simulation. Yep. So yeah, maybe we love to play. Maybe Sims. we're just simulated. We
0: have a baby on Sims called Elon woke. <laughs> <laughs> Elon woke. Okay. Well, that was a great question.
1: Yes, great question. Thank you, Shay. So, first order of business is this kind of, I think, flew under the radar a little bit, I think, because I had to dig a little bit to find it. But this week, Trump delayed the release of the JFK assassination files. So, last year, Trump, President Trump vowed to release all of the longtime secret files related to the JFK assassination. Mm -hmm. And the administration announced on Thursday that some of the documents will actually now be withheld until October 21 or October 2021. Here's why for national security reasons that Here's bingo. Why.
0: because Daddy Bush hasn't died yet.
1: Waiting for Mister Bushy to die. Yeah, that's definitely I, what's going on. I know it's fucked, but it's they the are truth.
0: they are waiting for George Bush Senior to die because There's, his name. is That's what they're withholding is names, and they have already found his name in JFK documents, and they were like, "Oh no, that was a different George Bush." That was also in uh, they seriously said that they tried to pull that off and act like he was involved in it like dude Come on. You were working in the CIA So he was definitely in there. I think that's what it is. They just have to wait. They're like god He's really hanging on his wife died like last week.
1: (sighs) Yeah Yeah, apparently in a White House memo Trump said that the nation's intelligence community persuaded him to keep some of the documents secret because their exposure could harm quote identifiable Uh, national security law enforcement and foreign affairs concerns mm-hmm. hmm who do we know that was in the CIA
0: and they could also be worried about if there's something sketchy going on right. another country figuring out putting it together and using it as a weapon again like for like That's joining true. Up with it could be something like that government. absolutely yeah mm-hmm. I'm sure
1: there is foreign security problems with that for sure oh
0: there I know it's a problem with Russia
1: that, I'm sure Russia wants would love to get their hands on those files and release oh, yeah. it Yeah. Well, a lot of their news
0: is like about how America lies about stuff. Like they have straight up newscasts that talk about how 9/11 was an inside job.
1: Yeah, yeah. And as of this Thursday morning, it was unclear exactly how many records are actually being kept secret. Still, the president did authorize the 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 disclosure of 19,045 documents that are available on the National Archives website right now. So there is he did release a bunch of them. He did, but they're probably all your boring stuff. So
0: wasn't there like 30 left or something?
1: No, there's more than that, I think. So yeah, mm-hmm. th- it sounds like the next deadline for the release of more documents would be October 26, 2021. That's
0: so crazy. Cuz I believe they voted in 1992 to like keep it hidden, keep it sealed until 2017. Yeah. In 92, well, yeah, 25 years. Yep, that's right.
1: Yeah. I know it's so it's so interesting. They were
0: like the people have to, you know, have to know the truth, so this stuff has to come out by that year. But I think they thought Daddy Bush would be gone.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know though. It might even be more than that. It
0: could it could definitely yeah, be. I more think than it's
1: that. probably deeper than that.
0: But I think like to me that the fact that it's his names, like he's like the name that really stands out. That would probably be in there. And a and yeah. a good reason for like why. Because like if it's just national security, like why would they just push the release? They just wouldn't release it at all. Why would they even acknowledge if it was really like a danger to release these, they wouldn't even let people know they had them
1: yeah that's true too you know they so probably would have been destroyed i feel like honestly. it's being withheld no.
0: because they're waiting for something to happen or something you know like because why would they just keep pushing it for no reason so what they push it to
1: well this is this Trump's is an like int-
0: make sure it's outside of my <laughs> presidency yeah. so i don't get blamed for this yeah
1: he's like definitely outside of eight years because <laughs> i'm going to be here till then well so.
0: it's not eight years it would be what
1: 2021?
0: 2021 three years
1: oh it's only like yeah but then they'll just push <laughs> it back again because um a a Former washington post staff writer who edits a jfkfax.org website Which is devoted to Kennedy named Jefferson Morley. He believes that um, The point is is that the CIA wants to keep this secret forever. It's a very clear statement of intent he believes that They're they're, they're not they're never gonna release either. this stuff because it is that juicy and that <laughs> they're just kind of they're kind of making us think like they gave us the files they want to give us, but then they're just kind of just like a band aid. Hold these, yeah, eh.
0: yeah. I mean, it could be. I but mean, what like, if it? What if it literally
1: the... shows the whole fucking thing? What if it's the plan, the whole plan to kill JFK? Is in oh, those files? there's
0: no way that that's like even that was probably shredded. What if it's or... like
1: Operation? Knock oh my off, god. No way. jack.
0: <laughs> There's no way that it's Seriously, just like straight up something know. like that It's probably just like little juicy you details. that would give it away. You
1: never know Some Yeah, I guess black I programs, don't know. you never know even what the fuck they're doing, but there could be operation well, I Knock know that off they jack.
0: would never release any any documents like that Yeah, if they, they yeah. would never even admit to huh. those existing
1: maybe maybe I'm... we're on the verge of disclosure <laughs> of a lot of shit guys god. Maybe I think we'll people see. often overlook that but it's possible we could re- get revealed a lot of fucking shit that will expose a lot of different things that are going on yeah. and, you know, flip the script. So no, I just thought that was interesting. Um, I think, there hang on, there's one more thing I wanted to share about this, because um, apparently there's one document um, of an FBI report de- detailing an agent's interview of Oswald's brother, Robert, and mother Marguerite in April 1960. This document is dated July 1961 and refers to four confidential informants, codenamed T1, T2, T3, and T4, but their names are blacked out. Hmm. This is a 57 year old document, uh, which is the Washington Post guy said, and all the names are still being withheld. Who people the fuck is T1, like... T2, T3, T4? <laughs> Those
0: are the people that you want to know. A... I bet you Bush is one of them, though.
1: Well, what do we think about oswald i mean
0: oh he could even he could oh have my been god. i
1: mean it could implicate that oh they were god. working with him maybe that shit's in there
0: god i really wish they just released it i was so excited the day of the release that was supposed to happen i was like literally waiting no hour i know by we hour all hour, were, like, checking, we're like, like
1: oh my god my the god. truth finally they will give us the truth
0: Even people, so even when we were in Australia, we were like on this tour with this guy and he was super, super nice. Shout out if he happens to be (laughs) watching. Oh, yeah.
1: Our mate. What What was his his name? Paul. Paul.
0: Paul. Our mate, mate Paul. Uh, Yeah, he was telling, he told me like if there was one thing I could could know, it would be if JFK was assassinated. And he's Australian. I just thought that's so funny. Like shows the reach of this theory and how many people believe it. Like it's crazy. Most Americans believe it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's really, really nuts. I know it's crazy, man. But that's interesting. So I guess we'll have to wait and see yeah, wait if they release anything. But we'll
0: probably have a baby before that God, happens. Man. Jesus, God.
1: All right, this was another thing that was a big news this week that yes. I wanted to talk about real quick because it's crazy. But Bill Cosby was convicted of drugging and molesting a woman this week. All three <laughs> accounts are accounts of, in it's like indecent sexual yeah. assault is what he got.
0: Yeah, he honestly got away easy a little bit. Easier.
1: And the, and fucking Bill Cosby was like I mean, I watched the Cosby show growing up because like oh, my parents yeah. were like, oh, this is a good, good, wholesome show to show the kids. Oh my god. Yeah. So we were always allowed to watch Cosby. The Cosby was show. like
0: a huge part of my family. Like we I've seen him live. I saw him live at the Buell Theater.
1: Oh wow, you mm-hmm. did. I forgot you did.
0: I did. And it was one of my favorite shows. I just remember he was wearing sweatpants and crocs. And I thought he was a badass. But God, and he was like, he did that cute, like, skit about the cake, I like, know. giving his daughter's cake. Like, he's everyone's, he's America's dad. Yeah. Oh, so disappointing. But it's really good to see, you know, justice. A, some justice be served, a punishment happen. But I have to say, there's a lot of other white guys out there, Harvey Weinstein, Matt Lauer, or many others, that will not get punished the way that Bill will. And I'm not saying Bill shouldn't get punished. Of course he should but they should all be
1: punished, right? It should this be is equal ridiculous. equal punishment for the same crime. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous that it's insane. It's not that way I mean What year is it again pinch me? It's yeah, f- seriously. 2018 come on it's ridiculous because yeah it Bill Cosby who's 80 years old now He's an yeah. old dude now is gonna spend his final years in prison
0: honestly good like I know they expressed some health concerns to the judge though. So it's possible. He may not he
1: still claims He's innocent and that the encounter was consensual with uh, of course Temple University employee uh, Andrea Andrea Constand in 2004
0: Well, I I think it's good that he's going to jail even though he's old. He's sick. He has some health problems I think he should I think I think he's pretty right at this point point. But still, like, you commit a crime, you need to be incarcerated for some period of
1: time. You gotta pay, you gotta have a consequence to these actions, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. And this is, like, it's so important to punish these men because it sends a message to all the other young men in Hollywood or, you know, in jobs, wherever. This is not gonna fucking fly anymore. Like, you you eventually, even if you're an old-ass man, you'll go to jail. Right. It'll set a great example, for sure. Yes.
1: But it's gotta be consistent. I think you know, all these newscasters like, the, well you know, that's the thing. If you got money, you got fame, you can slip out of a lot of shit in this, this mm-hmm. world. So
0: Well, we saw it happen to a lot of big names this year, and I think a lot of a lot it's of gotten better. people gotten are f- thinking like oh, so, you know, younger men going into these industries, like, okay, I can't
1: Can't fuck around. You can't do that. Like, can't fuck around and do some shit. Go to like the strip
0: club, dude. Why are like what the go fuck Go where it's
1: legal to basically like touch you know, like don't why yeah. what are you doing? Like
0: yeah, it really blows my mind, and it's we're going to be talking about a lot of graphic things about this kind of stuff today, and I just, it's so crazy to me, because, like, I think I'm really, really lucky to have been a woman who has never, never been sexually assaulted. The worst thing that's ever happened to me is a guy sent me a picture of his, of his dick without telling, like, warning me that he was going to send it, just showed the fuck up.
1: But he was your boyfriend.
0: Yeah, but still. Okay. don't Don't do that. <laughs> I was, like, really young, yeah. but that is the worst thing, and that is not harassment or assault that is just like the closest thing i've ever come to that and it's like it makes me have so much compa- like thinking what these women go through blows my mind sure. and it, it's it's really weird to be feeling lucky that this hasn't happened
1: to oh me. i know it's it's i I'm think sure I, I don't think men have, have the, most there. men have the capability to even for a moment even try to step in your a, a woman's shoes yeah. and really see what life is like i i honestly wish i could because i think yeah. it would help my evolution a lot because i would just understand it it better and understand how you guys feel about Mm -hmm. it and just i think it would it would help change a lot of people's minds because like dude i wouldn't want the shit done to like are you kidding me like if i was a girl i wouldn't want some dude just walk me like like yeah Like I just pulled my pants down. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's like like the
0: weirdest things. Like it's so when you hear the stories, you're almost like want to say that they're making it up because it seems so insane. And but it's just like these people actually do these things. It's it's unreal. And like being a woman and just being afraid of crime. Like all the victims we talk about pretty much today. A couple men maybe, but dude, mostly women.
1: Right. This is a great example of of the kind of monsters that are out there. Yeah. That.
0: And women have to be scared of it. Yeah, it. it the fact it's not that you have to be, very often.
1: No, it's not men very often at all. It's like one percent. There's
0: a reason that most of the shows on ID are about women being murdered. You know. Yep. So
1: there is a show called "Women Who Kill." Though. Oh or hell something. yeah!
0: <laughs> Some bitches can kill. For yeah, sure. and there's
1: <laughs> yeah, but no, you're absolutely right because I think I think sexual assault is just like way more prominent with men I don't I don't know it could be a primal thing I don't know i think I don't it fully is understand a primal it thing is. I think it's like I think it, it has to do with some primal instincts there because it is just like animal it's just like yeah. animals I mean you would like, have
0: to be like I, I mean these these women are in fear when this is happening to them for you to like, like that's pers- an animal like thing pursue to do. through that like it's so bizarre sure. I can't even understand it but um I'm glad he's going to jail um
1: listen to this though today so people do or um yeah when he when he got the verdict, Cosby lashed out loud as fuck at District Attorney Kevin Steele and called him an asshole after the prosecutor asked that Cosby be immediately jailed because he might flee. Cosby denied he has an airplane and shouted, I'm sick of him. He like shouted out in the courtroom. I think there's video of it too. But apparently he's gonna be free on bail while he waits sentencing. Shrieks erupted when the verdict was announced. Some of his accusers whimpered and cried. Wow. I'm sure it was a great day for the victims of, of Bill Cosby, though. Yeah, justice has been done. Oh,
0: yeah. I I heard them uh, Two-week today. Two-week
1: retrial. They put five women on the stand who testified that Cosby, who was married for 54 years, drugged and violated them. One of those women asked him through tears, You remember, don't you, Mr. Cosby? Wow. Yep. Liberated for 14 hours over two days He could get up to 10 years in prison On each on each of the three counts He'll probably of aggravated be in prison for the assault. rest of his life He'll likely get less Chances than that are. under the state sentencing guidelines But given his age, yeah, he's probably he die will in die there. behind bars He's going to go behind bars, I think Don't you agree?
0: Uh, I think so And I think because he's black, the judge will be harder on him, I think to be honest, I mean, look how this people get away with it. It's insane. So many white guys get away with this shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I wanna see Harvey Weinstein in chains. I wanna see Matt Lauer in chains. Uh in chains. That's a little <laughs> bit dramatic. But we need a change. I wanna gang. see some fucking accountability for these men that think they, they can do this to women. It's or unreal. just go to
1: rehab for like thirty days. No, no like, rehab. You I'm addicted to, to, to sex, get... so yes, I have exactly. to sexually assault women.
0: Yeah, the re <sighs> It's
1: like no, no, you're no, not no, withdrawing no. from it. That's so not no. even a real diagnosis for one and no. B. That is a lame excuse for fucking assaulting people. Yeah Like would you want that shit to happen to you? No, you wouldn't want that shit to happen to you. No so speaking of motherfuckers that you know, <laughs> sorry, but speaking of Fucking terrible people that sexually assault people today. We are talking about the golden state killer a.k.a the East Area Rapist. Yeah, this this mother. I keep wanting to call him a motherfucker because he is one. But okay,
0: let's not call him that though.
1: <laughs> this guy, this evil ass guy.
0: Yeah. Well, this week they arrested a suspect, so yes. we're going to tell you all about that. Oh yeah, but that's the big piece of news here.
1: So this it, is literally this has been
0: in years,
1: longest running serial killer cold case in U.S. history. Yeah. If, if I don't know if it's the one, but it is one of the longest. It might even be the longest. And they, this week, the authorities arrested a man by the name Joseph James D'Angelo, who's now 72 years old, and have charged him with, I believe that he's only charged with two accounts right now of murder. But he is a suspect of this immense crime spree, guys. This is... Yeah. So, so much shit he did,
0: and I have to say, like i I first heard of this um a couple months ago, actually, like I hadn't known about this one. I don't think a lot of people do. it's like one of it's Dude, one of I the biggest serial it. killer cases
1: I didn't know about it
0: yeah, and it's it's crazy. It was like the biggest serial killer in California, and people didn't know about it um until like recently this woman michelle Mick mcNamara, she was married to Pat Oswald, who's a comedian and she was a true crime writer. And she studied this case for years and her writing is really incredible in the book. Like I've listened to some of it, read, you heard it today. And it sounds like a really, really good read. So I might have to like do something with Audible for that because it's like, I have got to read that, her recounting of it. But basically this woman, she, she passed away, Patton Oswald's wife, uh, while she was working on this. And she was about three fourths of the way done. And um, Pat Oswald finished the book, and it's well, he really did finish it, her. but he had well, people his, finish yeah, it. He yeah, had people do it. Um, but basically, it's really thanks to her that this case started getting attention again, and things started picking up. And it's it might even be possible, thanks to her, that this was that he was found.
1: It's possible. Absolutely. It definitely
0: could have put more resources towards it because they want to solve things that the, the public's concerned Care about. about most Yeah, so absolutely. her doing that because she raised really attention. She raised called awareness. him the Golden State killer, right? So
1: She yeah. really kind of tied all the loose ends together and made this kind of like Started this unified hunt for the Golden State killer. Yeah, because this guy did at least 12 homicides at least 50 rapes and 120 burglaries between 1979 and 1986 and he before uh she the writer uh, named him the golden state killer he was the east area rapist was what he was known as uh, during that time in the 70s and 80s so where does this story of this crazy serial killer crime speed begin
0: crime speed (laughs) We're going on a scream. Scream. <laughs> God,
1: you're killing me.
0: You're killing me over here. All right, all right.
1: All right, all right. Where does this speed <laughs> begin? You know, sometimes you just gotta like pop the, the seriousness for a moment and laugh before you jump into it. Oh, dude, you have this to with these topics. Shit.
0: People don't understand it too either. Cause no. like I have to like have some humor and some like. Cause like it gets exhausting talking about killers and shit all the time. So much death like you have to like keep or you're going to go insane.
1: Oh yeah. I mean unless you're literally built for this shit, but this is like <laughs> this is dark shit. This guy's a, a evil fucker, man. Yeah,
0: this is pretty upsetting. So So let's jump in.
1: So this East Area Rapist, aka Golden State Killer, began his crime spree attacking teens and women who are home alone or with young children before switching oh, yeah. to targeting couples.
0: Oh, my God. the story, like, I watched this documentary on this yesterday, and the story of one of the women, like, her husband left for work, and she was in bed, and her son came and got in bed with her, and she heard <sighs> footsteps. footsteps and thought it was him and was like, hey, like, what'd, what'd you, you forget? forget? Yeah. And then it was, like, this guy in a ski mask, and um, thank God he didn't k- kill her or her. He, like, took a knife and, like, made a design on her chest to, like, show power But he didn't hurt her son. He was completely he was removed from the room and then he raped her. Yeah.
1: But he left and he left them alive. And he
0: put her son like just like back in bed with her and like
1: left. Yeah, no, I know. That's so lucky. But yeah, no, he started this, you know, spree with the raping. He didn't do he didn't start murdering yet. He started with just raping. And that's what she was one of the first victims, I think, actually, of his. Yeah. So people and there was At least 50. So there's a lot of experiences that happen. But overall, the consensus is that um, the police said that he would stalk couples for weeks, trying to figure out their habits and home security before attacking. Yeah. And when he would strike, he would often appear near the foot of his victim's beds with a weapon in the middle of the night, often not wearing pants, too.
0: Jesus.
1: This guy was like a creepy... He had like some sexual... Creepy fantasy going on with this too and the media's left that out a lot because it's just weird and creepy oh, and it's, really? These are details that they didn't want to talk about like yeah Because it's TV. like yeah, it's yeah because like, uh, he's like it's a little freaky I mean even in the documentary we were watching about it on HLN or something yeah. they, We didn't talk about this. They talked yeah. about this, you know, like semen that's found the sperm that's found all over the victims like beds, but they didn't mention that they recount when the victims recounted their experiences, he was often not wearing pants. And he would force the woman to tie up the man and then he'd tie up the woman. And then he'd make the man lie in his stomach and he'd often put dishes on top of him and then told the telling the men that if they rattled, he'd hurt or kill the woman he was raping. Can you imagine that? I can't that just like fucking destroyed me. I'm like, oh my god, if that happened to me, that'd be just so insane. I know, and
0: I, I can't even wrap my mind. My life would so I feel upsetting. like my
1: life would be over like that just be so traumatic and crazy. Oh having dishes god. like oh my god, that's just crazy. That's so scary. It's so scary. And this guy is just creepy dude. Like he just liked to play with people basically. And after he was done raping, he'd sometimes stay in their house even longer making himself a sandwich or having a beer. And then he'd do a little ransacking and rummaging through like their drawers and shit,
0: which is incredible because you his DNA must be everywhere if he was eating things and making things and
1: Dude, rummaging. Seriously, that's crazy.
0: Most criminals try not to touch fucking. Anything. I mean,
1: he probably had gloves and he on never and stuff. Got I'm sure caught. he was smart enough to not. But you have not you have DNA. the Risk
0: of hair falling out. It's true. Spit, uh, skin flakes. Yeah, very true. Think, like there's, there's probably all,
1: DNA all over those crime yeah, scenes.
0: Avoid it. Avoid they that as much as you can.
1: Get it. They couldn't figure out how to get it yet. Yeah. Or really understand DNA at that time. Well,
0: DNA is like
1: Changed the game. Completely changed the game.
0: Yep. Well that's how they're um who was it? I can't even remember which case. They just just solved one with DNA. Um anyway.
1: So during so during this so this during the beginning of his crime spree. The only information really that police knew was that the East Area Rapist or Golden State Killer always wore a ski mask when he attacked couples That was his kind of trademark thing and the way that he kept himself anonymous is that He always wore a ski mask and he always would try to shine lights in people's eyes. He would yell at victims to not look at him so he did a good job I guess conceal keeping his identity, you know completely unknown yeah in all all of these things because I mean as soon as people identify you, like game's over. You're gonna get. You're gonna get caught. Oh yeah. But the fact that he was able to really control the situations, keep them from looking at him, blindfolding, gagging, well, all that.
0: Clearly a smart criminal. He right. reminds me of like Dexter.
1: Yes. No. This whole thing reminds me of like serial killers. Even though Dexter. Dexter was not evil, and well, not there was another evil. one on Dexter that was that reminded that, me of him. of him. He didn't work for like law enforcement or anything, but he it was on the shows. Was, like, was the just like dude. a regular Joe dad. That was like yeah. murdering people on the side, like yeah. in secret. Like it was, god, it's this kind of. Texters
0: such a wild show, guys. If you've never seen it, like <laughs> <Yes>. seriously, you <laughs> and have if you're to interested
1: in this, gotta watch it. Oh my god, must watch,
0: must watch. <laughs> if you like my channel at all,
1: so yeah, no, it's such a good show. But so police literally did not know much about him. They they basically believed that he was a young white man at the time, and he was close to six feet tall with blonde or light brown hair. That's all they knew about who this guy was based upon you know victim testimony and things like that
0: which is always really hard because people are so shaken up it's hard to remember everything right
1: yeah exactly exactly and this is this is interesting too they also knew from the victims that he was slender and in good shape but had an unusually tiny penis <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they used tiny penis is actually
0: of course he did funny but well, no but wonder he felt the need to do all power, this stuff. He needs, power, right? And... He
1: needs to feel like he's adequate and can. Wow, that that really explains his sort of. There is definitely passion behind these crimes. Like he really felt like he probably needed to do this for himself to like wow. pump himself up or something. Like so weird, but that that was an actual detail that was given. And actually when FBI got involved later, they actually believed that the East Area rapist started out as the Vesalia ransacker, who's a man who burglarized about eighty homes before the East Area rapist even came about. Because because and the reason that is, is because this dude would literally scope out his victim, figure out who they are, watch them, figure out how to get inside, wait, know their schedules, know when the woman was by themselves. And oftentimes, guys, this guy would literally Break into the home somehow before. I'm sure it was like super easy in the 70s to get into people's houses because people didn't leave their doors locked and stuff. Yeah. And like the locks probably weren't hard to like jam open and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he would go into the victims' houses and not only would he plant like tools and shit that he would need, rope and shit, but sometimes he'd even hide in there and then wait for them to come and then just wait in there until they left and he had the opportunity. Oh, that's so he was the ultimate creepy. like the ultimate scary dude we all have had dreams about you know that, that you don't like, want to come to your house you yeah. don't want to come after you it, he was that guy because he was tactical he he understood you know he was going for maximum terror was his goal Jesus, to really freak you out and completely just haunt you pretty much wow so it, and the another th- police did know at the time when he started that most likely the person, you know, that they would be interested in in being a suspect of these crimes would have training in military or law enforcement techniques as well as being per- proficient with firearms because the, the way that the Golden State killer moved about got always got away. He was very tactical about it. He was able to somehow evade being caught. Over and over and over again, and it could have been largely due to um, Previous experience he had in the military which we'll talk about later, but in 1977 so many women in Sacram- in the Sacramento area God, Sacramento area were being attacked police started holding town hall meetings for concerned women and at one town hall according to a uh, I think it's a paper crime watch daily a man who was with his wife cast doubt on the case and the man said he absolutely could not believe that a rapist would come into a home and rape a woman while the husband was in bed with her, Carol Daly who was one of the survivors of the first attacks by the suspect uh, this is an interview she did with Crime Watch Daily and several months later that husband and his wife were victims of the east area rapist, the people that um, said they couldn't believe that this could happen, They're like oh, there's no way somebody could do yeah. that, they fucking got murdered by the East area rapist oh my god and that this crime reporter said she believes the rapist or the golden state killer was at that meeting And then he literally could have just followed them from them oh from there and god. just chose them as random So he's literally like a serial killer. That's doing this for fun. He's getting some sort of yeah He's like fulfillment from yeah. it that he is feeding it's off like of. Dexter
0: born in blood, right? It's Ex- just like has to do it.
1: Yes, exactly. So, so weird Yeah, it's it is so weird. dude. I wonder
0: if he started with like killing oh pets and stuff since so many circulars do that
1: yeah no i know. no i know so here is a survivor's account of their experience oh my god is it gonna him. scare me we'll see
0: oh great how scary is it i woke up with a hand over my mouth
2: and i rolled out of bed i just swung my arm i said what are you doing it was going down the hall and it was just hitting me and um, then I just pretended that he knocked me out, so he quit hitting me. And then I had stuffed in my mouth, blindfolded, gagged, hands tied, legs tied, and then, you know, pulled me up like this because I was on my stomach and put me back in bed and said, if you move, I'm going to kill you. So, you know, <laughs> lay there for two hours. And he came in, I don't know, I think five different times or something like that over the course of the night and raped me. And while you're laying there thinking you're going to die, you just are pretty sure that, you know, I mean, I remember just kind of being in shock. I'm just laying there on my stomach shivering because I had a fever. And you know how you get the chills and you shake. And, and uh, so, um, you know, finally, after, I mean, our best guess is two hours, It went on a long time. At about 4.30 in the morning, I had heard a car drive away, and I started counting to 60 because I didn't have any concept of time, so I counted to 60 30 times, and I figured then a half hour would have gone by with no noise in the house, and I got up and didn't know if he was there. I used to say, and I'm sure that you know, who knows? Like we, I, I remember saying when it was still going on, if they ever catch this guy, they should lay him on the floor and let everybody that he raped get to do whatever they want to him. You know, I just thought that's what we should get to do. Totally. And then that thought kind of went away. But I thought, you know, we should get to do what we want. You know, we had to go through this. God. I don't so angry. think that I would need to hurt him. You know, if I if he was caught, I don't need to get any revenge. I don't need anything like that. I I just liked it there to be closure. But I have to say, you know, there hasn't. It's felt pretty closed to me for a long time. I do not. I'm always aware of anybody coming up behind me. Me too. And it's not a fear. I don't have a fear with that. I'm just aware. I'll yeah, look easy. over my I shoulder all the time. Yeah. Um, I used to walk with keys and, in my
0: hand, ready to stab. You know, it's with just
2: them. the way. I, I, I'm sure that came out of it, but that's my, um, I guess, you know, my rationalization that I can do all these things because I'm super aware of what's going on. I, I have to do a lot of self-talk when my husband's away for the weekend. I have to tell myself that there's somebody next door that's a single woman that stays home every night by herself and she hasn't been attacked. I mean, I have to do this all every time he goes away. And he doesn't go away very much. Maybe at the most once a year but i don't just peacefully go to sleep every night
0: yeah i can imagine god that was brutal wow extremely sad
1: that is just i mean
0: i can't even imagine
1: that's terrifying i mean that terrifies me to my core like that's just and i told it i mean i totally understand those feelings of wanting you know wanting to why can't we reciprocate that pain to him yeah. that he caused us you know why yeah. can't we Well
0: thank god they caught him I know cuz now at least he'll get something At
1: least he's going to at least he has to fucking like these, own up to yeah. this shit you know
0: and face everyone he knows and face his kid doesn't he have kids
1: Yeah dude
0: Oh my god they must be like dad what the fuck
1: Yeah This guy And this guy was just this guy And th- they're going to find out their dad was a sick psycho creep because he would call his victims before or after oh, yeah. attacking them taunting oh, them so or threatening them and he once called a victim and said merry christmas it's me again and he does it in a creepy ass voice and i'll he show does, you in a sec yeah yeah and another he time should. he called the police to say you're never going to catch me it's the east area rapist you dumb fuckers he <sighs> did he did do that he i mean it's so obvious that he's doing this for the rush or it's giving him yeah. Power that so, he yeah. never had or something mm-hmm. so once in 1977 he actually called the sheriff's department and told them i'm going to hit tonight watt avenue and police put patrollers out and sure enough they saw a man in a ski mask riding a bike over the watt avenue bridge what yeah but Wait, he, was he, he was able to escape he was able to escape He always had this
0: guy, Batman. Like, what the hell? He
1: spent his all his time, I guarantee you, thinking about these attacks. He fantasized. It's so obvious. He literally fantasized about them and then made them reality. However, he wanted. He planned out his escape route. Police said that he knew exactly how far away from areas where there was tons of trees were he would run. He would go exactly to where he needed to be in order to evade capture. Wow! And so they he, were never able to get us. I mean, he totally, totally God, spent. Who tells tons police of brain where they're power gonna be,
0: and then like still gets away? That's amazing.
1: Again, this is. I mean, nowadays, fuck no, you're not gonna get away, yeah. dude. They're gonna find you. They got yeah. helicopter I mean, they exactly. got dogs. I mean. Yeah. It's it's not happening. Oh, they these didn't days. Have dogs
0: back then. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. So here's I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
0: She just did not listen to that. That was her. Topic. <laughs> You're like, yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: They did have dogs.
1: They did have dogs. <laughs> they did track them, bloodhounds, things like. Dogs that. are a new thing. You didn't no. know. Dogs. <laughs> they got just robot dogs out. now. All right. These robot dogs can. They can pick up trails <laughs> that the real ones can't. All right. Okay so no but i'm gonna play you the phone call from that night oh god and
0: this is creepy too he
1: was also known as the original night stalker too, um due to being a suspect in other crimes in another area i'll talk about that in a sec but here's the here's that phone call because this is interesting all right
0: sound five years old like a kid. oh that's so creepy turn it off it's like the grudge Ugh! turn this shit off they got enough they're probably like oh please
1: and then he Ugh, gross and then he goes on to proceed to to do that over and over again and he purposely made it creepy he obviously thought about how do i make this as that fucking was creepy his as possible voice, dude I don't know who that was. Then that was weird. Though. I don't think that was... that was
0: his voice. No, he's like a huge dude. Yeah, Isn't he like really big? Yeah. Well, he, he used big. to
1: be. He well, he's big now, but he used to be like in shape. He used to be in like really good shape. Yeah, because he was a cop. Slender dude. Yeah, which I'll talk about in a oh, sec. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, Josh, no, no, to
0: Go in the order, okay? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the plan. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs>
1: it's all good. So, so then uh, crimes actually moved areas into northern cal or actually i'm sorry the crimes that did occur in the northern california area occurred from 1976 through 1979 and at some point 1979 however the killer moved down the coast sorry he started doing the crimes in the north and then he he moved locations and he went south mm. and that's when these similar type of crimes popped up and he was the suspect of whoever did these crimes in southern california was dubbed the original night stalker original, so that's how that yeah. got slapped on him too
0: so he was the original night stalker and the East Area Rapist, and then right. later he was deemed, yes, the uh, yes. Golden State Killer.
1: Exactly, and this and this is where things just shit gets real, and <laughs> things got very serious because um, he did kill two people, yeah, in Northern California, and did avoid evade being caught. I'll I'll tell you the details out in a sec. And then in Southern California, he then proceeded to kill ten people. Often capping up, and not only that, but he'd rape, kill, and bludgeon people to death. So here is this is all right. Ex- explicit warning: This is where the details might be a little graphic here. Okay, because this is I'm a breakdown of all of his killings.
0: Video deleted from YouTube. For
1: this. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> on February second, nineteen seventy-eight, the first two victims were husband and wife Brian and Kate uh, Majory, Do you know how to say that? Majore? Majore? Oh, it
0: looks like Mag- Magior.
1: no, that's not it. it's like Majori, who were walking their dog in their Rancho Cordova neighborhood And at some point during their walk they encountered a man wearing a ski mask and holding a gun And all three ended up in the neighbor's backyard where the suspect gunned down uh, The couple and then tried to flee so that was the first time remember that's the one that yeah, yeah, that's the one where the husband was I think he was in the military and he attacked the him killer, back, yeah. attacked him back, and actually got, attacked like, him away. and chased him. And then he ended up shooting the husband because he lost control. He was like, yeah. "Fuck, these guys are out in public." So was the
0: first person he killed, and he didn't mean to kill them. Right? Well, well it wasn't the plan to kill them. Wasn't a part of his. I don't think
1: plan. He, It wasn't. I don't think he. Want. I think he was smart in the fact that he didn't want to get murder charges initially yeah. i think he was just doing the rapes and getting away with it. it was like all right this is good i don't have any murders it's just rape or whatever but then he but then this happened and he had a you know he got dumb i guess in the sense of a criminal that he started attacking couples with males yeah. there he got cocky and was like hey i can go fuck yeah, up with a with guy both. i'll do I think right that was part of, of
0: his like fantasy with it too it's like doing it in front of yeah a husband
1: oh totally oh. totally um oh. So, but that's where he fucked up because guys are gonna be like, "Hell no, I'm not going out without a fight." And then, so he had yeah. to end up, end up killing the end up killing dude. Uh, Majori couple.
0: And then, so he went back and killed her after yep. he killed
1: the guy. Okay. Yeah, because they were already outside, and you know, people are like starting to. You got to take care of that situation fast and get out of there. So that's yeah. what he did. So he evaded capture then, and then in December or on December thirtieth, nineteen seventy nine, the third and fourth killings came the following year in Goleta. An authority said that the suspect entered the home of Dr. Robert Offerman through a sliding glass door and found him and clinical psychologist Alexandria Manning sleeping in bed and he tied the couple up and then shot them both. So that was a that was a very big deal and there was obviously a sexual fantasy there. He was obsessed with this female doctor or psychologist, uh, Alexandria Manning and so he he in every single event he raped and then killed, killed them. And then on March 13th, 1980, the fifth and sixth victims were killed um, in Ventura. And authorities say that the suspect tied up Lyman Smith, 43, and his wife, Charlene Smith, 33, and then raped her in front of him. He then tied them up using a drapery cord and secured it with a diamond knot, which was his signature knot. And that was one of the things that authorities caught on to was that the knots were very intricate and somebody probably in law enforcement Mm -hmm. or the military or something along those lines would have those yeah have those skills to tie those types of knots but he ended up bludgeoning this couple to death with a fireplace log like he was just brutal man like he showed no mercy he just he just was addicted to the the violence i guess and and the blood that was probably like i can't even imagine these crime scenes i just don't understand how he didn't leave traces behind him that's Cause that's, that's I don't serious get that stuff, man. That's I like don't get how he major, it's major really crime scene.
0: And he did so many of them. It's just so yeah, bizarre that there crazy. was no like DNA. And he, the fact that he would just like hang out there.
1: Yeah. So weird. Then he went on in August, uh, 1980. He ended up killing a medical student um, named Keith Harrington, who was 24. And he beat him to death along with his wife, who was a pediatric nurse in their home. He just popped into their home and beat them both to death. Tied up, blind, like, what the hell, dude? Mm. He was obsessed with beating up and bludgeoning victims. Yeah. Because he did it again in February of 1981 when Manuela Whithun, who was 28, was bludgeoned to death in her home in Irvine. Jesus. Her dad discovered her after he went to check on her when her employers told him she hadn't shown up for work. He just came home and just randomly random victims. It seems like it seems like his victims just were his choice He just picked victims. That would be easy targets. I guess that And that's could... like
0: what's so interesting about killers like this Like people who aren't these aren't revenge murders They're not going after someone because they're angry at them because those are those are so different um, honestly, those end up sometimes worse uh, like even more, you know, because they're angry at this person right yeah yeah um, absolutely but you have to be a special kind of psychopath to just do this to random people like there's something in you that doesn't have any compassion like to be able to to end someone's life can you ever imagine no uh, sorry imagine no. imagine ending someone's life
1: absolutely not no
0: way not even a million years i, I, I get can't even think to, to end
1: my own life i'm like let alone somebody else's life like yeah yeah that's so, just I don't understand do that I again and again, to that and again yeah. and again
0: and sleep with it and live with it and be that and and be then proud of just it.
1: in the most personal brutal forms like the the raping and just like I can't like that's just so crazy and just so barbarian like to do that to victim after victim after victim after victim and just keep doing it over and over again and and listen to people die like yeah. that that alone in itself is. Probably just makes the problem way worse. Like you yeah. do it once and then it gets in your head, and then you know that's PTSD or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and at that point, just, it gets worse and worse, and you just spiral out of control and you just go down this like wormhole. Well, I of killed fucking this person, brutality. I might as well killed this yeah. person and this person. Yeah, just keep going because it's what's kind of fueling me at this point. And this dude in July of 1981, um, his next victims were Sherry Domingo, who's 35, Gregory Sanchez, who's 27. In Coletta. I have a question yes
0: just before we get sure since he was just like raping people in the beginning like maybe he didn't have that like killing. No, he instinct. was
1: raping the whole time. He raped all the way. No, through.
0: I know I know Yeah, but he wasn't killing at first.
1: No, so maybe he, he didn't have that serial
0: away. killer thing that you just want to kill someone He just wanted to rape people. It's kind of interesting It kind of like ended up in the serial killer life by accident it Seems like he just became something that he wasn't like born like needing to kill people Yeah, like some serial killer. You want to
1: know are. my theory sure my theory is that he got into this for the sexual satisfaction of you know sexually assaulting innocent women because it made him feel powerful he obviously had confidence problems and you know he had a lot of issues so this was i mean it doesn't help but he you know he just went to the extreme with it and i think he never I, i don't know i don't think he probably intended to kill people I think mm-hmm. that kind of just, it was a thing in the back of his mind, like if it ever comes down to it, I'll evade capture and kill somebody if I have to. But he, yeah, he made a mistake and he, he ended up having to kill those people. And then after that, I think maybe he was a, was like, well, now I already have murder charges. I'm screwed. I have raped all these women. I'm going to go away forever anyway or might as well get the death like penalty. So might as well just go out with the bang, yeah. you know? So he. Decided to then just proceed doing that, or, or maybe he, got a rush or some like yeah. satisfaction, which I, is probably what it was, He probably just just enjoyed it and
0: was like, Wow, okay, that was kind of fun. And I got yeah. away with it, yeah. I was able to do it. And like, what well, I've done it once now, I can do it twice. Yeah, crazy, yeah.
1: but All yeah. Right. So, the his next victims were Sherry Domingo, 35, Gregory Sanchez, 27, and Goleta. And Domingo was a corporate manager, and, and Sanchez was a Burroughs Corp employee, and they were both killed in their home. and He probably got satisfaction from killing people in their home because that's like i think that's like kind of the ultimate killer serial killer mo is to like kill somebody in a place where they think they're safe you know like their house versus like somewhere public or somewhere unknown
0: yeah but it's also because it like you can control the scene a lot more than if it's in public i mean who would go like serial killer in public
1: that's yeah that's true there's not anybody watching i guess
0: yeah I mean, and yeah, it is unexpected for sure. That is definitely, I mean, that's why when you're like walking, like I know we probably have a lot of ladies listening and men too. Uh, everyone should be safe. If you're walking at night, like you should totally never stare at your phone because that's what they're looking for. People who are distracted, Easy looking to take at you their out. phone. Easy to yep. take
1: you out if you're on you your gotta phone. You got to look
0: like you know what you're doing. Look you have around. A fucking mission, get your car keys in your hands
1: pepper spray i always
0: carried pepper spray mace i think in this in this fucking world you kind of have to i have a taser
1: get your uh I don't know sword taser out is, though i used to battle. carry it
0: around in college i remember I no i mean, youtube videos it's,
1: it's really unfortunate that our society has progressed to this point where we have to be fearful i mean yeah i'm not gonna lie i'm like i'm a pretty big dude and i'm bigger than most people i'm walking around with Uh But yet I still that like it's not even about that anymore I'm like I could be as big and strong as I want to be but somebody some crazy fuck that wants to kill me could kill me at any point in time and I probably couldn't stop it so I always try to at least give myself a fighting chance and like, you know I'm aware of my surroundings, especially in crowds and public places. I'm really more Aware and cautious and just always like scanning and looking around but it's just it sucks that we've gotten to this point where we have to live in fear it seems like
0: Yeah, I mean dude,
1: and we don't have to that's the thing we can make it a society where people feel safe And we can all be you know open and not have to feel like we have to look over our shoulders all the time So but yeah, these guys this these These three victims were (laughs) Were killed a half a mile away from where um, the Golden State killer killed the offerman uh, the doctor in 1979 and he actually shot Sanchez and then bludgeoned and then bludgeoned him in his bed and then Domingo had been tied up and died of massive head injuries so he he just straight up just like bashed people's heads in until they died Jeez. was his preferred method of killing which is like ju- it just is so obvious that it's a power trip for him like he he gets that powerful feeling when he's fucking bludgeoning people yeah. And then in 1986, he uh, raped and killed an 18 year old Janelle Cruz in her home. Jesus. But that's where the rapes and the murders ended in 1986, and that's when this case went we cold. Know. As far as we know, yeah, there, there might could have be, definitely been some well, yeah, that weren't like part true. of his normal like.
0: Because right now, these are just the ones that were like part of his normal, like they were able to tie him to, or it was like. He did the same things. It well, it was like in a, a very
1: small area. Like yeah. they were very was all the style is what I'm saying. very like similar. What he was doing. It was clear it was a serial killer. Yeah. Who did these murders and rapes. Yeah. But then as far as what we know, it went cold. So that's where this became a cold case because we they never identified the person. They didn't know who did it. They kind of had an idea of what he looked like. They had sketches and things like that, but they didn't have any way to identify this person. And stick a charge to them. But like you mentioned at the beginning of this, that's where national interest kind of ignited things with this year with her book, Michelle mc uh McNamara. McNamara McNamara. Right, the crime writer, with her book I'll be gone in the dark, which is all about the Golden State killer. She was very, very fascinated by by this killer and which rightfully so. I mean, if you're a true crime fan, this is like Yeah. Well, this is and like it's,
0: it's kind of crazy but there's a lot of people that think that in a way this case kind of ended her life because she was so obsessed with it she was so right. into it. she couldn't sleep she was having trouble sleeping and uh, right, yeah, she absolutely. overdosed on on sleeping medication and xanax right
1: yeah it was fentanyl, fentanyl xanax and then yeah. something else yeah it was a bad yeah. concoction she had a heart Just problem but... trying to sleep But yeah, she, but this writer was actually the one that like kind of renamed it. He's always been known as the East area rapist or, you know, night stalker. So she was the one recently, yeah, that renamed him. So, but what's, what's interesting though, that I did want to mention about, about the book and about uh, this crime writers that the Sacramento sheriff, Scott Jones said in at a news conference on Wednesday that uh, McNamara's book did not specifically lead to any new information about the golden state killer but the book's release undeniably helped keep the unsolved case in the national public consciousness. So, we, so like some people are like, it's the exact reason for why they solved it. And according to the sheriff's department, they're saying that it didn't provide any new information. It was just kind of a way to like bring the story back to, you know, About, everybody's minds. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it wasn't I don't like was like solved specific it. information that they got from. No, it no, 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 no,
0: no, no. It just gave more resources to the, to the case. More, right. more eyes on it equals more money going towards
1: it. Right. But the, one of the problems with, with this case and why, why part of the reason why it took so long to solve is because um, the attacks span the entire state of California. And California is a huge state. Yes. So it took a while for investigators to actually be able to link the cases together. Yeah, they didn't even they know didn't that the, know two, that were the two were connected. Exactly.
0: But then they were like, wait, so these are all the same things are happening. Right. So this is the same person.
1: And really, what they were doing was waiting for, oh God, waiting for DNA evidence. Choking <laughs> on your own. Yeah, waiting here. for DNA evidence. or or DNA? Um, what do you call it? Forensics to get up to speed and and actually be yeah. reliable. Yeah. Because DNA's
0: in, come a long way in ten years. God, what case was it that I was curious about? I remember.
1: Because that's when in 2011 is when they had DNA tests which matched evidence linking the two cases together. So that's how they were finally able to be like, all right, there's evidence that both most likely it's one, the same person. And I
0: can't, it's so weird. Like seeing him old. Cause like in my head, the whole time we've been talking about this, I've been thinking of him that age, like him, this old man. Oh
1: yeah, I know. No, he was like a young, decent looking dude. Like he wasn't
0: like his drawing, you know, the thing was pretty good looking. Yeah. Like my neighbor growing up.
1: Yeah. He looked like just your Uh, average Joe, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Now. He's like this old man. It's just really weird to see.
1: No, I know it's really bizarre because he was captured This week and in 2016 is when the FBI announced a reward for $50,000 in the case And that's when they created the police sketches and really got, you know, kind of things buzzing with uh, the Golden State killer But they knew even back in 2011 that this guy was a that he was very tactical in the way that he operated And they knew that this guy was probably in law enforcement. That's exactly what we found out. So he was captured. Um, Before 2001, detectives in California knew there had been a string of unsolved murders and rapes in Southern California instead of attacks in uh, Northern California. But a criminalist in Contra Costa County was the one that finally linked the two sets. Oh, right, right. That's the DNA. So that's when they linked the two sets of DNA together. And it was that DNA that led detectives to Mr. Joseph D'Angelo last week. And the authorities have just released new details on how they tracked him down. And this is interesting. So this is how they were were basically able to track him down through um, public genealogy websites that have databases. I'll play you um, just, here's how they they broke the case open. They explain it better. Tonight about
2: the role of Florida company played in taking down the man suspected of being the Golden State Killer.
1: ABC Action News reporter Michael Paluska shows us how the new DNA business's website cracked the decades-old case. Suspected serial killer, Joseph D'Angelo, eluding capture for decades, finally taken down by an unsuspecting relative who uploaded their DNA to GetMatch.com. Investigators finding a family connection to D'Angelo's DNA, then meticulously working their way through his family tree.
2: It's not surprising that they can do that.
1: Kelsey Henschel-Fay is a forensic anthropologist at USF. She does the same thing investigators did to track D'Angelo down, only her research
0: identifies human so remains this whole is thing. it possible that this is using or people's dna and she
1: can only access law enforcement <laughs> database yeah yeah no. like
0: it is uh people there's a lot of debate on this like should they be able to do it because like in instances like this it's really good they're catching people but it's like
1: it's <laughs> like
0: crazy okay so if you're on these dna websites forget we being are, anonymous we and, you're gonna be found yeah.
1: if your dna is out there yep
0: which is could be why they're doing it so many and the thumb that's on crazy the though from a relative
1: stuff. that up God, yeah, like your relative spoiled it for you. Yeah,
0: he's someone screwed. You. Wow, someone that's wanted crazy. to know their DNA <laughs> Well,
1: how is he supposed to account for like what the future what would happen in the future? I mean god Yeah, but yeah, they they once they kind of
0: he was like eventually thought he would get caught and was like surprised Honestly, he had, he had that it long. Looked, like, yeah, ridiculous.
1: No, I know But once they kind of figured out who it was they, then they set up surveillance on him And then they were able to secretly collect his DNA from two items. He had discarded so that's how they got his DNA. They surveilled him and then out of his trash basically took items yeah, that had that his DNA happened. on it and they, they checked them together and boom, match. And they're like, Bam. Got him. Got him.
0: Done. Wow. That must have been like the detective who did that. It makes me so sad for Michelle though, like Ann Patton, that, you know, she spent her whole life, like, or a lot of time in her life, trying to figure this out. It's the one thing she wanted was for him to be captured. That she was like, That's all I care about. Uh, So it's just kind of sad that like it happened after she died, but like maybe she knows who knows.
1: Yeah, I know who knows but You got to just hear about who this guy is who the Golden State Killer is Joseph D'Angelo So D'Angelo was born in New York State and graduated from high school East of Sacramento. He enlisted in the Navy and fought in Vietnam then returned and got a bachelor's degree in criminal justice and from 1973 to 1976 he worked as a police officer in uh, Exeter, California, close to the city of uh, Vesalia, which in 1974 and 1975 was terrorized by 85 burglaries and a murder in a series of crimes attributed to the perpetrator that they called the Vesalia Ransacker.
0: Oh, it's probably him.
1: Probably fucking him. He started. He started, he early. started early. He became a cop and realized I can fucking do, get away with this yeah, shit. And now I know how. I'm to. the cop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know
0: the other side.
1: And then all in 1976, news. he became a police officer in Auburn, California, until he was terminated for shoplifting, I think, rat poison and a hammer, which he I think he used in a yeah. murder. He got caught <laughs> yeah.
0: stealing a murder weapon, yeah. and they didn't do any. They let this no, guy they go. Just,
1: they just fired him.
0: Yeah. So they're like, all right, whatever.
1: So this crazy, sick fuck got married, actually, in 1973 and later divorced and was living with a daughter and granddaughter until he was arrested this week.
0: Wow. I wonder if they knew.
1: That's crazy. It'll be so interesting to see what what happens.
0: There'll probably be a huge documentary or a movie that comes out about this whole thing.
1: The FBI thinks that the time frame of the crime supports that the suspect was a police officer when he committed some of these crimes. That's fucking crazy, man. That's so crazy. I, I wouldn't
0: be surprised if a lot of unsolved cases are police.
1: Dude, that's a twist. Oh man.
0: Cause they know that they know how to get away with it. Obviously the people who are getting away with it are the smartest ones, the ones who know the system the best and how to do it. What things you need to be careful of and like what mistakes not to make.
1: Well, that's the thing. I mean, look at Dexter. I mean, that's exactly yeah. you understand how a crime scene works. You understand what the police look for. You can always stay you can always stay five steps ahead of of the police you can always know what's going on because you're in the police so you know what they're looking who they're searching for
0: (laughs) yeah what they're they're (laughs) it's it's
1: real life Dexter right here pretty much but after he got fired as a cop he went on to just for the last for the last 27 years he's just worked at a grocery store distribution center as a mechanic Wow! and he just retired in 2017
0: (sighs) happy retirement enjoy your prison stay.
1: And it's actually unclear where he worked from 1979 when he left the Auburn Police Department to the early 1990s so when he joined Save Mart. So they don't even know what he's been up to for all these years. Talking too much. Well, he's probably he probably went well, into now, serious hiding or maybe he went off and did some shit yeah. somewhere else and yeah, came back.
0: Total, yeah. Well, you know, they think uh, I've talked about it before, but like they think that. Um, what's his name? AJ Holmes. I was oh. thinking James Holmes all of a sudden. H.H. H. Holmes, they think he went across, you know, right? And over the Ripper. And, right. Yeah. 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 Did murders over there. Right. It's definitely possible that he and Absolutely. I was thinking that because like people don't just stop doing this. They don't just be like, I'm retired. being No, mean. you don't I've cut this, this cold whole turkey. Life. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, he probably slowed it down because he was older, getting older
1: and didn't want to get caught. So you have to yeah. be, play it safe. So you but gotta... he
0: probably went somewhere else and did stuff. I bet he left the state.
1: I bet he did, too. I bet he fucking left for a while and he's yeah. probably some other serial killer out there known as something yeah, else.
0: Yeah, he totally could be. Totally could like, be. Because,
1: like, think about it, especially back then in the 70s and 80s, it's a lot easier to, you know, elude yeah. the police. So he and probably now, and he did was it like,
0: once. He moved areas once knowing that that would be a good idea. And at he that, that time, no
1: social media, no internet. So you could elude mm-hmm. the police a lot easier just moving to another city. Yep. Totally. Be in a new city, no one knows you, no one knows where you're from. Yeah. And disappear, do some shit there, then go back like years later. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, crazy. that's crazy though. Yeah, God. Yeah, and he never was, a, no one ever suspected it. He was just, you know, no one expected that these crimes could have even been connected to him. They had no idea. He played it really cool. There's really cool. a lot cool.
0: of people out there like that, dude. Do you know there's a stati- statistic that like everyone has met a killer at one point in their life? You've talked to someone who's killed someone.
1: Yeah, th- I, I have seen that before. That's crazy, man. God
0: and it could I think it could be like someone in the military though too I don't know like is it all murders
1: well I think if you're if you're if you are getting away as a serial killer I think you got to have some skills you got to have yeah. some special skills yeah I don't think the average person can do it but so yeah he was arrested this week and yep. he actually was arraigned in court on Friday and he's being charged with a Fuck lot and everything and I mean again we have to disclaimer you know Suspect is innocent just until proven, proven guilty, guilty in the guilty. court of law. I mean, that's the way the system works, though. Even though we don't know for sure, okay, that it's, this good is it's, him. it's good that it's but, like that, honestly. But, but he yeah. is the prime suspect right yeah. now. All did it. signs point to, did it. point to Joseph D'Angelo. And apparently, oh, he was brought into, um, he did not plead to the murder charges, and he has a public defender, actually. He's like broke. Like, when they found him, guys, he was like literally just had no idea. Like, he was, when he got arrested, he came out cool. He was like, hey, I got a roast in the oven. I need to, like, take care of the roast. Like, cops were like, yeah, dude, we'll take care of Like, do you know what's even happening right now? He seemed very, like, just kind of, like, depressed Maybe he knew it was always going to happen, like, though. He was probably right, just waiting. My life's coming to an end kind of yeah, feeling, you been know.
0: waiting for this day. Like, in her book, at the end of her book, she was like, one day you there will be a car pulling up and arresting you. Yeah, yeah. That will happen.
1: But and as of right can't. now, they've only they only have charged him for the Katie and Brian uh Majory deaths in nineteen seventy eight right now. They've only tied those two to him for sure. It's take But he's a while gonna to, it'll yeah. take a while to get the rest. But apparently that he's seventy two years old. He looks like a withered down old man. Yeah, he does. He doesn't I mean he looks he does look kind of like a sketchy dude, but he's just he looks worn out at this point. And he was wheeled into the courtroom, Sacramento County courtroom today and was represented by a public defender, and he appeared depressed, or his lawyer said that he's depressed right now and fragile.
0: Oh, poor you. And he
1: only spoke a few words at his hearing, apparently telling the judge very slowly in a feeble voice that he would accept a court-appointed attorney. Probably because he's like, I know I'm fucked. Like, I'm going to die anyway soon, so...
0: this is going to be an interesting trial to watch.
1: Howard told reporters that she feels like her client has received unfair press. Well, yeah, everybody's, of course, going to... Jump to the conclusion that he's the because he fucking is. I mean, he. It really seems like he is. It seems like there's plenty of evidence to, ju- to suggest that Joe Joseph D'Angelo is the Golden State Killer, and so yeah. <laughs> Sorry. His, his next hearing is scheduled for March or May fourteenth night, <laughs> May fourteenth two thousand eighteen at eight thirty a.m. So we can all follow this. We'll try to. We'll definitely give you updates on you this because this is an interesting. I don't know, man. This is pretty big, though. In California, they, I bet they will. Casey Anthony. I bet they will in California. I don't know if they'll do it like nationally or anything, but mm-hmm. it'll be in they'll California. Be clips,
0: at least on the news though. After, but this is
1: huge. Like think about like all the people who've lived in fear and all the victims who've oh, just been they have been wanting tormented this by this. Like just hearing that woman talk about her experience. Ugh, there is at least fifty more of those that happened. That's a lot of That's terror lot. and pain and. Mm-hmm just suffering that God, what a he year caused. for this
0: to happen this has been the year of me too it really has like 2018 is like the year of the woman time to fucking you know? shut this time's shit down. up you're done shut this you're not gonna get away with that bullshit violence anymore. down i think it's awesome he was caught this year i mean i wish it was sooner obviously but yeah i wish michelle could have seen it it's really sad because i like understand that kind of like obsession and passion with cases because i like i'm like that too so i just like she probably really would have wanted to know i would have been so bummed out if i died before like Finding out something that I've oh, been I know. looking for my whole life.
1: Oh, that would suck.
0: And it's so hard for Patton, I'm sure, to, like, know, like, imagine yeah, that was yeah, me and I'm you knew sh- how I'm important sure it would have been Yeah, tears them apart. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think it's been really hard this week for him. It's been, like, really bittersweet because on one hand, he's, like, been into it, too, so he's happy that the guy's caught, but it's like, I wish my wife could have seen this, and it, she wasn't that far off from being able to see it. It's crazy.
1: It is crazy, and, I mean, I think he deserves whatever kind of sentence his final he gets in a way and honestly it's kind of it's sucks for all the victims that he got to live all yeah. these years a normal yeah, life it's like bill cosby he'll literally
0: end up you know dying live a great
1: life really for what he did and you know now he's an old man and he's gonna die anyway soon and now he gets you know he, yeah he gets to like sit in prison probably for a few years but he'll be i mean he'll be gone and out and done but you know what you just have to hope that in these types of situations that there is something more to all of this and that he does, you know, have an opportunity to redeem himself and redeem his soul and all the others as well. And, yeah. you know, I think, I think things will, things go on from there, but I hope he, I hope justice is served for the victim's sake. And I mean, it
0: just sucks though. Cause justice will never be served. No, unless they like, no, absolutely not publicly get to kill this guy.
1: But even then it's like, then what you just like, yeah. It's still like... It doesn't bring back over. your loved ones, you know? It doesn't yeah. bring back those people. No, there's
0: no way that the, he could. they could ever inflict the pain that he caused them onto no. him. absolutely not. Especially at this age. I mean, what does he have to lose? Nothing. Can't take anything from him. Can't take his life. It's not like he is like raising two young kids. He's old. Yeah. He basically got away with everything.
1: Literally. Yeah, he literally got away with everything. And then, it then
0: everything. he'll probably die in jail, like Ariel Castro. Yeah, he might as well himself. be dead
1: right now. I mean, it's... So, so yeah, stupid. I guess it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. I mean, I think we already know what's going to happen, but it's it is it's good just, for the family sake, So yeah.
0: like all of the people whose parent parent died or sister brother coworkers friends, like it's probably nice for them to at least know the dude's off the streets. That's yeah. never going to happen again, at right, least for yeah. him. So at
1: least people in these areas that he attacked can sleep a bit safer, right? And sleep, you know, don't have to sleep with one eye open yeah, anymore. Like, God, you,
0: there were so many. Ugh
1: because like during that rampage do people like there was like thousands of guns that were bought blocks and, oh, yeah.
0: and I would have bought everybody if was I lived paranoid
1: in that area. everybody was absolutely he inflicted a lot of terror basically a yeah. terrorist on, on on this community on yeah. these multiple communities and that is a lot of fucking suffering and pain that they had to go through and you know he kind of gets to take the easy way out now so i guess life's not fair but damn what an interesting okay. case though it is. I do I, I actually find serial killers very fascinating and I do, I, I do like covering these I think they're I do too. I think they're interesting It's and...
0: hard though I find myself like I enjoy learning about it. But it is hard to do the research. Like I've had yeah. some times where I'm like, "Damn, this is getting really rough to like just report, just like take notes on murder after murder after murder." It's definitely like the hardest outline for me to to do as uh, serial killer stuff. But yeah, you did a good yeah. job with this. This is very interesting.
1: No, I think I think I covered. I mean, I probably didn't cover everything. There's a lot to it. I mean, there's tons of experiences. There's tons of interviews. There's a lot, and more stuff is going to be coming out on this. But at least this helps you give you a pretty good idea of who the Golden State Killer is and what he did and you know the victims that were affected and, and what they went through you can so
0: follow the whole trial and the whole
1: yeah absolutely
0: i know a lot of people want to like follow absolutely things, but so super interesting case though that's for sure
1: yes great episode thank you guys for joining us today it was a fantastic time with y'all hopefully you enjoyed it if you did be sure to leave us a review and rating on itunes if you wouldn't mind that would be yes, awesome yes, yes. but hopefully we can get episode 15 back up for you guys here soon and yeah yes, we will see you guys next week stay woke stay woke everybody yeah,
0: no